Kyrie with the best chops I've seen all night and there were a hell of a lot of chops on this show and she did the best of them all. Well done Kyrie. Um, Except the main event of this show. This was the best thing on night two, the best thing on WrestleMania and by far, by leaps and fucking bounds, this was the best match on the we are literally two weeks away from Backlash, and Seth Rollins and Omos has no fucking bill for this match! None! They say they don't want to turn heel because, oh, but the kids, they all look up to her. Best friends, still employed. Trent Beretta, still employed. Chuck Taylor, still employed. Dead Housen, still fucking employed! Get him out of here! Let's open radio room. Carbonate here and today we're back with another episode of Life's Opening Radio Rope Break and um, today we're going to review New Japan Resurgence and I've got my friend here Ben would you like to introduce yourself? Hello everyone um, I don't know what the hell's going on right now I'm uh yeah, if you're hearing random background noises, I apologize. But yes, everybody, I'm here. Hello, everyone. Uh, we're reviewing New Japan Resurgence. Uh, great show. I literally checked this out literally the other day. I watched the entire show in its entirety, and I thought it was a great show. So that's what we're reviewing today. Yeah. Um, and before we we go into that, um, have you heard um, Drake Woods has quit the business as well? The crazy referee. Oh, oh, him. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, good. He's gone. Good, yeah. good riddance for Drake. Drake, War- I don't, I don't even know who Drake Words was. I'm like, what the fuck is? I'm like, what the fuck is that? Oh, what a fucking geek. Get him out of here. Yeah, he would have been a nominee if he stayed. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I know who is a nominee, who's going to be a nominee, especially in the next upcoming month now. Oh, boy. Who, and he's on this show, unfortunately. Fuck oh, Christ. Oh, okay. Yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we got some news, first of all. We got, we got some stuff to talk about. All right, so um, Night of Champions is literally the next week right after this, so you're going to yeah. get... So you guys are gonna get the Night of Champions review and then double or nothing, um, and then by the that's way, that, so uh, Ben, yeah. uh, do you want to or not do Dominion? Cause they're hyping that up. It's a New Japan show. When is it on? Uh, it's on the fourth of June, I think. Don't tell me we're gonna have a triple header. No way. Well, this is already a triple header. So it's gonna be a quadruple header if we do Dominion. At this rate. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah. We can do Dominion. We can do Dominion. Alright, we'll see. Might as well. We'll see uh if we can do it. Um but yeah, um 
I was going to talk about something else, but I was like, nah, um, I'm not feeling it that way today. Uh, anyway, let's get into the show now. This is New Japan Resurgence. Took place on sa- Sunday, the 21st of May, 2023 at the Walter Pyramid in Long Beach, California. Um, and in the first match, uh, it is... NJPW World TV Champion Zack Sabre Jr. and Bad Dude Tito versus Virus and Barbaro Cavanario. They start the match. Uh, Barbario was dressed up as Fred Flintstone. I was like, the fuck? Um, yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was Virus and. Fuck out of here. It was Virus and Zack Sabre Jr. who started. Um, they had technical wrestling. Um, and then Virus put in some kind of abdominal stretch. They did more technical wrestling. Virus puts in some kind of submission. I didn't know what it is. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. escaped. He put in the straight jacket. Then he did a neck twist. and But uh, Virus kind of no-sold it. Uh, Bad Dude Tito and Barbario made a tag, both uh, simultaneously. Um, Barbario uh, tried to show the tackle multiple times, but no effect. Uh, Bad Dude Tito uh, did a kick and did a shoulder tackle. They did a leapfrog sequence and Barbario did an arm drag, which was nice. Barbario beat up Bad Dude Tito in the corner. He did two drop kicks, which were nice. Um... Virus made a tag. They did a double team. Uh, well, kind of, because uh, Barbario did most of the work there. Um, Virus went for the pin, got a one count. Bad dude Tito got a s- did a suplex slam, he, and then he did an elbow for a two count. Um, Barbario tried to interfere, but Zack Sabre Jr. thwarted him. Bad dude Tito put Virus in the tree of woe. He taunted uh, while Zack Sabre Jr. put a head scissors lock on him uh, while he was in the Tree of Woe. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. made a tag. He did some uppercuts, um, did a head scissors and leg stack combo. Uh, Virus got a rope break. Uh, Bad Dude Tito made a tag. He did a senton over the top rope. Did a chop, a punch. They had a one-two. Bad dude Tito knocked Virus down. He did a clothesline. Did some stomps. They did a leapfrog. And Virus did a nice drop kick. Barbario made a cold tag. Zack Sabre Jr. thwarted him. Zack Sabre Jr. and bad dude Tito did a double team. Barbario made a comeback. They did lucha stuff. He went for the... Uh, standing splash but bad dude Tito did a kick he kicked him again did an Siguri and did a deadlift German for a two count which was cool Zack Sabre Jr. made a tag did two uppercuts uh, Barbario reversed with a hammerlock suplex which was cool Virus made a tag um, he did technical wrestling with Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, he put in the stretch muffler Zack Sabre Jr. got a rope break. They had more technical wrestling. Virus threw some chops. Zach, 
Zach Sabre Jr. reversed the fourth one with a Pele kick, which was cool. He uh, shot him off uh, and missed an arm drag. They clothesline each other, and then Virus hits a clothesline. He's selling the shoulder. Um, uh, Barbario and Bad Dude Tito made a tag. They had a one-two. They exchanged chops. Uh, Bad Dude Tito hit a blue thunder bomb for a very near fall. Um, and he put in his, his uh, finishing submission uh, for the win. Um, and Zack Sabre Jr. tried to interfere, but Vera stopped him. And the result was nearly overturned. Um, unfortunately, uh, Zack Sabre Jr., who's a champion, lost. Um, uh, and that one, uh, that didn't... Re- but, yeah, I gave... Wrestling 6.75 and Logic 5. What did you think about this match, Ben? Um, I'll be honest with you, Cabo. This match went a little bit too long. <laughs> this match went way too long. I thought this match was going to go about 15, 20. This went a little bit too long. I don't know. Now... I'm not going to say it was a bad match, but I mean, I thought it was okay. It was a decent opener. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, um, the other match that we're about to mention, um, the one with Juice Robinson in it, that fucking goon. But, um, anyway, I mean, I thought it was okay. Decent opener. Um, not really much, uh, here. Um, Zach Zebra Jr. did lose, I believe. Did he lose? Yeah. Yeah. He lost. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck either. y'all doing in New Japan. I bet you're right. I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm going to raise some hell around here if y'all book Zach Zabit Jr. the right way. And by the way, Zach Zabit Jr. was in Ring of Honor as well, by the way. Him and Samoa Joe, they yeah. were teasing a uh, match between the two. Oh. Okay. Yeah. They're building up Forbidden Door quite nicely, but they better book Zack Sabre Jr. before I race some hell around here. <laughs> I gave this match a, uh, I gave this match a six. Logic, the best I can give for Logic, probably a four, maybe a four. That's the best I can give. Other than that, I thought this was decent. Nothing much to see here. Yeah, I also, I also this said, next match. Wait, <laughs> give me a second. I also thought this first match was okay. a good match as well. Uh, and it was a nice opener, but yeah, nothing much there. Um, but not we before we get to Juice Robinson. Here's this next match, the semi-final of the NJPW Strong Women's Championship Tournament between Mercedes Monet oh. and Stephanie Vaquer. They started. Oh, this was a good match. match. Yeah, this was. This good. was a good match. They started the match. They locked up. Mercedes pushed Stephanie into the corner. They had technical wrestling. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Stephanie Stephanie did a side headlock takeover. Um, Mercedes did a head scissors, a uh, side headlock takeover. They missed drop kicks. They stared each other down. Um, they did the leapfrog sequence. Uh, then they tried to pin each other. And then Mercedes did a Mexican arm drag, which was cool. She did a bulldog into a um, a kind of modified b- 
bulldog into a, a bang statement, which was cool. Stephanie got the rope break. Mercedes stomped on the hand. Um, she didn't arm drag, which was nice. Um, her uh, back elbow in the corner. Stephanie did a clothesline in the corner. Uh, Mercedes did double knees into the corner. She mounted Steph on the top turnbuckle. Um, and then uh, Stephanie did a hanging arm bar over the top rope. And then she did a springboard crossbody for a two count. Um, she did a thrust kick, snap mare, head scissors, lock. Um, she slammed Mercedes' head on the canvas. Uh, she went for the pin, got a two count. Stephanie uh, shot her off. Uh, Mercedes did a sunset flip. But then um, Stephanie jumped on the arms and did a leg drop. Went for the pin, got a two count. Um, she shot off um, Mercedes twice. Did a leg screw in the corner, a dragon screw in the corner. She went for the pin, got a two count. They struggled at the apron. And then um, Mercedes sent Steph to ringside. And then she did a Meteora. Um, did a Tornado DDT. They got back in the ring. She shot the half Nelson for a two count. Um, she sh shot off Stephanie. Stephanie reversed and shot her into the corner. Mercedes used her legs to slam Stephanie's head into the corner um, and then she did a Meteora again for a near fall. Mercedes was stunned. She went for standing cross face um, but then Stephanie backed her into the corner. She did some head butts. She missed double knees in the corner. Mercedes did double knees. Now uh, did a crossbody. Stephanie reversed the pin. Uh, got a two count. Um, she she put in her own bank statement. Mercedes escaped. And then she put in the bank statement. Um, Stephanie got a rope break. And uh, Mercedes goes for the money maker. Uh, Stephanie did a DDT. Went for the pin. Got a two count. Did a back breaker for a two count. She went for the suplex. But Mercedes reversed with a cradle pin for a two count. She blocked a punch from Mercedes. And through a nasty forearm she missed a leg drop um, Mercedes went for money maker but she hit a backstabber instead uh, she finally hit money maker for the win um, and I said they're very good showing from both women and Mercedes advances I gave wrestling um, an 8.5 and logic an 8 um, what did you think about this match, Ben? I'll be honest with you, Cabo. I was going to get this. I was going to give this match a nine. I thought this was great, except for some of the near falls in the match, which I did not understand. But this was a very good match on the show. Underrated match on the show. Sleeper, sleeper match on the entire show. I mean, it's not better than some of the other matches that that are on resurgence, but. This is a underrated match. I, I'll be honest with you, Cabo. This should have opened the show. What the fuck was New Japan doing? I understand you guys want to have Zack Sabre Jr. on the show. Look, that's fine. But Zack Sabre Jr. should not be losing as fucking world TV champion. That's ridiculous. And also, I want to point out another thing as well. 
Mercedes Monet looked very good in this match. Stephanie Bascon looked very good in this match. I think more matches between these two women. This was a good match. This should have opened the goddamn show. I don't know why the fuck this didn't open the show. But I gave this match a, um, I gave this match an eight. A solid eight. It was, um, very good. Couple of near falls I did not agree with, especially with the, uh, constant near falls, especially at the near end of the match. But, hey, it is what it is. It's wrestling. I get it. But, uh, I thought it was a good match. Wrestling eight. I gave Logic probably, probably a seven. Probably a seven. There was, there was not a lot of psychology than I expected it to be, but, um, I thought this was a good match nonetheless. This should have opened the show. Yeah. And now straight on to um, also the semifinal. Oh, Wait, we're not there yet. Also the semifinal of the Sorry. New Japan Strong Women's Championship Tournament. Uh, Willow Nightingale Sorry. versus Momo, <laughs> Momo Kogo. Um, this wasn't as good as the last match, but still. Um, they started the match. They locked up rope break. Uh, Momo got a waist lock. They did a standing switch. Um, Momo put in the wrist lock. With Willow escaped. Um, she did a shoulder tackle. They did a leapfrog sequence. They paused and stood there. Um, Momo went for the uh, arm drag. What? And it, what? Are we on Willow versus Momo? Yes. Momoko. Yes. Okay. Just second. Sorry. <coughs> Momo goes for the arm drag, uh, and then Willow did a body slam. Uh, Willow did a chop, did a low cross body for a two count, uh, but Momo kind of waited for it. She fell and then rolled over to sit down like this. She, like, like she didn't say it directly, but you could see that she was kind of saying, cross body me. Um, so yeah, that was kind of a mistake there. Uh, Willow did a sidewalk slam for a two count, which was cool. Uh, she put in, um, a, some type of submission. She pulled back the arm, you, and then used her leg to pull back, um, Momo's head. Um, Momo got a pin escape. Uh, Willow did a hip attack, get your mind out of the gutter. She did a nice clothesline. Momo did a drop kick. Um, he did an up and over, and then she hit a crossbody for a two count, which was nice. Uh, did a head, head scissors, but kind of like a hurricane, hurricane runner, not the submission lock hold um, head scissors. Um, yeah, uh, she did a 619, and then she did the missile drop kick. EO Sky. Okay, maybe I shouldn't say that. Um, she did a missile drop kick, um, did a thrust kick, uh, did a fisherman suplex for a two count. Willow did a power slam. They had a one-two. Um, she did a lariat. Two of them. Momo tried to reverse the third one, but Willow hit a suplex. She did a cannonball for a near fall. She went for the power bomb, but um, uh, Momo reversed with a hurricane runner for a near fall. She uh she did a super kick, uh, did a tornado DDT for a near fall, and did something driver. I didn't hear what I couldn't hear clearly what they called it. Um, she went for the pin. Uh, Willow got a rope break. Um, 
But I think Willow put her legs on the rope or something. Uh, Momo hit the rope. Uh, Willow hit a spine buster for a near fall, which was cool. Uh, she did a lariat. Um, did a WD. What's a W? Oh, yeah. The, um, Death Valley Driver. It says there. Um, and then she did a gut wrench sit-out powerbomb for the win. And I said... Great showing from Willow, uh, who's now going to face Mercedes Money in the main event. Um, and yeah, there I said Momo is kind of green, but I can say better than some others. Um, but yeah, the other way, this was a good match. I gave Rass an 8 and Logic a 6. What did you think about this match, Ben? Did you just say Willow Nightingale is green? No, no, no. I said Momo is green. Oh, oh Jesus fucking Christ. I was going to get on your ass. Oh, my goodness. What the fuck? <laughs> I was going to get so goddamn mad at you, I swear. Um, oh, oh, by the way, um, I thought this was a solid match. Um, I thought Willow showed why she belongs in the main event of this show. Yeah. If anything, yeah. I mean, there was a couple of uh, mistimed spots here and there, a couple, uh, couple of mistakes here and there. But other than that, uh, this was not better than the Mercedes Monet match, as Cabo already mentioned earlier. And I thought this was okay match. I gave this match a seven. Logic probably, probably a one because Willow was gonna win anyway. I didn't see Mom Momoko winning this match anyway. To be honest with you, like. I know, I know why Willow got the win. Like Willow has been improving. Like she is legitimately becoming a star. Like overnight, and like she's she's really over. Like in like she's not. She may not be over in AEW right now, and um, all that stuff. But like Willow Nightingale is awesome. She's great, and this is why I've been praising Willow Nightingale. For almost two whole years, I've been praising this chick. I've been saying, "Watch out for Willow Nightingale." And turns out she's in the main event of the show against one of the best women's wrestlers in the world, in Mercedes Monet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and now here we have it. Now the street fight between Juice Robinson and Fred Rosser. Before you get mad, Ben, let me review this match. They started out... All right, fine. Um, Fred Rosser did a rugby tackle, <laughs> a.k.a. a double-leg takedown, uh, threw some grounded punches. She, he twisted Juice's balls, um, did a chop, um, did a headbutt. Juice reversed a shoot-off. He sent Fred into the corner where a chair was placed. Um, Fred retaliated with a clothesline, kind of no sold that uh, running into that chair. Um, did a lariat over the top rope onto ringside. Um, they had a fight at ringside. Fred goes into the crowd. He throws stuff around. They fought at the entrance way. <laughs> This man's dying over here. Come on, man. Twisted his balls? Pause. Hey, yo. Come on, come on. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, with his foot, not not, not the, in a sexual way. Oh. 
You meant you meant kicked him in the balls. That's what you said. Well, I guess so. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go on. Uh, there's a fight at the entranceway. Juice reversed a tombstone with a back body drop. He did a body slam and popped off. Uh, did stomps and a standing senton. He threw Fred neck first on top of the barricade. Did a head palm shoot off into the ring post. He choked Fred with a belt and head body. Got back into the ring. Juice dragged Fred into the ring by the neck like a dog. He continued to choke him. Took off the belt. Um, he ripped off Fred's shirt, wiped it against his ass, and threw it into the crowd. Then he started to whip Fred with the belt. He said hi to Tony Storm through the camera. Uh, did a clothesline on Fred Rosser. He took the that dang roll of coins and he missed throwing them at Fred Rosser. Um, Fred hit, hit a Death Valley driver through the door in the corner. He ripped Juice's shirt off and threw it to the crowd. Unlike Juice, he didn't wipe it against his ass. Then he whipped Juice with the belt like daddy should have. Like he, what his daddy should have done all those years ago. He choked Juice with the belt. He did it over the top rope. Juice Robinson escaped. And Fred is standing tall there at ringside. Fred takes a metal dustbin. He dumped the contents on juice. Um, the banana peels and old food and plastic and all that shit. He smashed juice over the head with the dustbin. He took a steel chair. Um, he smashed juice over the back with the chair. And uh, Juice waited for that. He stood there and said, hit me. Well, he didn't say hit me, but you could see that he was kind of saying hit me. Um, and Juice is busted open. Fred Rosser threw a stop sign at Juice. Where do you find the stop sign? Um, he slammed Juice in the face with a kendo stick. Uh, he hit, no, 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 he slammed Juice nuts first onto the barricade. He smashed Juice in the face with the kendo stick. Um, hit him two times more. Uh, he raked the face and then he hit an elbow to the face through some punches. He took a ladder and mounted it against the ring post. He catapulted Juice into it. Then he forced Juice to eat a piece of cake that was in the trash. He got back in the ring. He grinded Juice's face against the exposed turnbuckle. He put a dustbin over Juice's head. He punched him with a chain. He smashed him with a chair um, two times with the um, with the uh, metal dustbin on top of his head. And then the second one was quite nasty. Hit him a third time. And then Tony Storm intervene, intervened to save her husband. And then Fred literally took her and kissed her. Like, bro, what the fuck? Um, Tony tried to slap Fred, but Fred reversed. 
He went for his finish, but Juice stopped him with a low bro, low blow. I almost said low bro. Uh, got Matt Riddle in here. Tony Storm hit Storm Zero. Juice went for his finish over the chair, um, but then Fred reversed with a rear naked choke. Tony tried to break it up with a kendo stick, uh, but then Fred shoved Juice into her. Fred hit a what I think they called the gut crusher, and then he put in the cross face. Tony broke it by smashing Fred overhead over the head with a glass bottle. Juice did a bot spear into the door. He put a stop sign in front of Fred's face. Then Tony did a hip attack. Get your mind out of the gutter. Um, Juice did a swing out DDT over the chair. Um, he went for the pin. And then Tony sat on top of Juice to make sure. And Juice got the win. You know, this. I actually thought this was high. This wasn't that bad. There was a worse matched in this on the show but yeah i gave rasin a six and logic a four um i think ben you want to uh, load off on this guy hey yo okay um ladies and gentlemen i had so so many problems with this match I didn't thought this was the worst match on the show. That's what, now, I'm glad this wasn't the worst thing on the show. Otherwise, I would have cussed his ass out. But other than that, um, listen, Juice Robinson had to use his wife to beat Fred Rossier. Why? I do not agree with that decision. I don't know why Tony Storm had to come out there and help out Juice Robinson. I understand why. I understand Juice, Rob- Juice Robinson's a heel. I know why. The thing is, there's no fucking reason for this match. The fuck are they fighting over? Juice Robinson versus Fred Rosier. Also known, AKA, used to be known as Darren Young in WWE. This is a fucking street fight? The fuck is this on the show for? They could have had this on New Japan Strong. The fuck out of here with this shit. What the fuck is this? Uh, th- this is what I wrote in my notes, everybody. I was so mad. I, I mean, I understand why Juice Robinson won. Of course he did. Now, the thing is, I just do not understand why Tony Storm had to interfere in this match. She did not have to come out here. Juice Robinson had the match won, if anything, before Tony Storm came out. Like, he was having the advantage and everything, and then all of a sudden she came out. Why? That's, I, don't, I don't understand that. But um, I'll be honest with all of you. Juice Robinson, you need to get off TV. I don't care... I don't care who you are. I don't care where you go. New Japan, Impact. <laughs> Impact. <laughs> New Japan, Impact, AEW, Chikara. I don't give a damn where the fuck you go. Get the fuck off my television. Damn. The only reason you're even relevant right now is because of your wife. Let's be honest. Let's tell the truth here. The only reason you're relevant is because you have Tony Storm in your back pocket. That's the only reason you're relevant right now. Get the fuck TV. Okay. This match sucks. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. Any rating? Oh, okay, there. <laughs> I gave it a four, and now it's a one. This shit sucks. 
This was not the worst match on the show, but this shit was fucking terrible. And what the fuck are they fighting over? Cheetos? Hot Funyuns? Cookies? What's next? A fucking TV? <laughs> this shit sucks. Moving on. Damn. <laughs> this episode of Rope Break is interrupted to advertise Lock Soaping Radio certified bangers. A roller coaster of music consisting of drum and bass. Sunday afternoon on Spotify. Back to your regular scheduled programming. And, um, one half of the IWGP heavyweight tag team and strong openweight tag team champions. Kyle Fletcher, he cut a promo. I believe uh, him and uh, um, his tag team partner, Ozzy Open, got signed to AEW this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ozzy Open there, AEW. Yep. I okay. like it. Now, the thing is, I, the thing is, I want to ask this very, uh, a very, very quick question before we go on to, to introduce this promo. Um, how the fuck is Ozzy Open going to be booked um, in AEW, considering AEW can't even book their fucking tag team division right? We got FDR fighting fucking Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. The fuck is they do to get the fucking title shot? Nothing. And then all of a sudden, we have the House of Black with their open chat with their open house trios matches and stuff like that. Um, we don't even see all the other tag teams on AEW. Where is the Butcher and the Blade? I've been pushing for the Butcher and the Blade to be on TV for the last six months. And now they're on TV again. Why? Have them something to do. Put them in that. We don't need the best friends on fucking TV every goddamn week. It's, 
by the way, on Rampage, Big Bill and Lee Moriarty versus the best friends. Are you watching that match, Cabo? Because no. I'm fucking not. <laughs> Fuck out of here. The best friends constantly on TV. What's going on? Does some kind of have a some kind of obsession with the best friend? What the fuck is happening here? Get the best friends off TV. Get Big Bill off TV. Get Lee Moriarty off TV. If y'all ain't got nothing good for these guys going on for them, get them off television. Okay, then. That's all I got. Anyway, onto this Kyle Fletcher. Onto this Kyle Fletcher promo. He was yeah. uh, saying something. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. He boasted about himself, and apparently his teammate is injured, which means they can't defend uh, their titles at Dominion, uh, which we may review. Um, now they're going to have to relinquish the belts. Uh, the tag team title match yep. will now be a double title match, a winner-take-all match. They will do everything to regain the belt. Um, this was an okay promo. Ben, any thoughts on this? Uh, this was all right. I mean, Kyle Fletcher is actually getting a decent amount of push. I mean, he did fight Orange Cassidy on Dynamite, and I thought it was actually a solid match. I thought it was a solid match. I could not complain about Orange Cassidy and Kyle Fletcher on Dynamite. I thought it was a solid match. But, um... Other than that, um, I like this for Kyle Fletcher. Now, the question is, how how do we book Kyle Fletcher one half of Aussie Open and a part of the United Empire? Like, how do we like how do we do that? That's that's just my question, you know? I mean, it's better if it was like I mean Will Ospreay, I don't know. I mean Will Ospreay I believe is hurt, right? I think he is he, uh, no, no, no 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 he I, had a I, match. I report he had hurt. a match. Oh, Oh, oh yes! Yeah, oh, on this show, yes he did. Yes he did. He was selling his uh, his leg or something. Is that a real injury? Oh yeah, I believe so. With the way the commentary put it, I believe so. Damn, I thought he was just selling it. I'm not really too sure, good. but um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Will Ospreay is a great wrestler, but I mean, it depends on how we're gonna book. Um, the United Empire, you know, from here on out. And by the way, can I ask this very quick question? Where the fuck is Jeff Cobb? Where is Jeff Cobb? Please. I love Jeff Cobb. Please. Where is he at? He was not on this show. Why? Yeah. But that's, I, that, that's just me, though. I've yet to see him in a full match. Yeah. Yeah, I know Jeff Cobb's not hurt. I know that. Why he ain't on TV? That's my question. Oh, this next match. This next match. Oh, no. For the strong open weight championship, Hikoleo versus Kenta. And here's already one problem I have with this match. Kenta lost the belt at the beginning of the month. And now he gets to challenge for it again. Towards the end of the month, um, they started this match. Hikuleo did a big boot through a right hand. Kenta escaped the ring. Um, Hikuleo tried to bring Kenta back into the ring. Kenta hangs him over the rope. Um, Hikuleo does it four chops. He goes for, I think they called it Godsend. Uh, and then um, Kenta tries to make him look... 
like he was choking him. Uh, he he took a shirt and put it around his neck to make it look like uh, Hikuleo was choking him. Um, there was a ref bump. Ref bump. Um, Hikuleo blocked a low bo- low blow. Kenta did an eye poke. Hikuleo did a slap and a clothesline over the top rope onto ringside. They fought at ringside. Um, they fought through the curtains. Kenta got back in the ring. Um, he tried to get Hikuleo counted out. They fought at the entranceway, and I just started to skip the, this match. They were fi- taking out tables. The ref wasn't even counting. Um, the, and Kenta won the belt back by countout. I gave this wrestling zero rating. Zero, 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 zero. Any thoughts, Ben? I beg your fucking pardon. I beg your pardon. This motherfucker won by countout? Yeah. Alright, okay. Y'all piss me off now. Y'all piss me off with the band. Fuck you. Why? Okay, first of all, I'm, okay, let me calm down for a second. I sound like a I sound like a geek right now. My goodness. Okay, first of all. This match ended in a fucking count out. The referee, whoever the fuck that referee was, you got to get out of New Japan. Whatever the fuck was he doing out there? My goodness. him gone. I wanted him escorted out of Long Beach, California. I swear on everything that I own. I wanted this man with a police escort. The FBI should have escorted this man out for the complete lack of intelligence that he gave in this match. Unbelievable. This match ended in a fucking countout. Kenta won back the belt anyway by a fucking countout. Okay, I have a problem with this match specifically because now Hikaleo just lost for no goddamn reason. He's not supposed to lose. He's six foot fucking nine and he's losing fucking matches to a five foot eleven guy who you know, will have to cheat to beat him. <laughs> no. No, not writing for this shit. Get this shit off television. <laughs> if this is the shit we're writing, New Japan, you don't have to get your ass whooped. This is fucking ridiculous. Damn. Fuck off. Not writing for this shit. <laughs> zero, 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 zero. This shit sucks. All right, then. Okay. And then Eddie Kingston went on the screen and he challenged Kenta. I haven't seen Eddie Kingston in a while. So, yeah. Eddie Kingston's been on Ring of Honor. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, I haven't watched Ring of Honor, so I still haven't seen him in a while. Um, But, yeah, this match might cheer us up. A six-man tag team match between... John Moxley, Wheeler Yuta, and Shota Omno versus oh, this was good. the CMLL oh, this was good. World Welterweight Champion Rocky Romero and the Never Openweight Tag Team Champions Kazuchika Okada and Tomohiro Ishii. Um, Shota and Ishii started up. Um, they locked up rope break. They had a 1-2. Ishii did forearms. 
Showed a win for Okada. He knocked down Ishii with a punch. He went for Okada again. And then Okada made a tag. Shota went wild on him. And then Okada did a big boot. They fought at ringside. Okada threw Shota into the barricade. He threw a fan's drink on him. Took this this drink from this lady. And hoid that thing on him. Um, they went back in the ring. Did mock kicks and slaps. And I wrote there, Okada doesn't give a fuck, man. He's pissed. Uh, he did a flapjack. Um, Rocky Romero made a tag. Um, he did chops, some punches. Shota dropped him and then it did a torpedo uppercut, which was cool. Did a kick. Yuta made a tag. Um, he did a chop. Snapped me into a knee drop for a two count. Did a bow and arrow stretch. Um... Rocky Romero reversed into the armbar. Yuta got a rope break. Rocky Romero did a kick and some punches. They did a leapfrog sequence. Rocky Romero did a hurricane runner. Did a forearm. They had a one-two exchange. And Rocky Romero threw some more forearms. He hit three ever. Uh, he hits those clotheslines in the corner. Um, it's supposed to be four ever. But he keeps getting countered. Um, Yuta hits an angle slam, which was cool. He put Rocky Romero on the top rope. He bit him, uh, did a back rake. Uh, Moxley bit Rocky Romero and put him in the tower, the, not tower of doom, the tree of woe. Um, Yuta hammering blows to the knee. Um, Moxley made a tag and he got a big reaction. He kicked, um, I almost said Ronda Rousey, R Rocky Romero into the corner. He did a lariat in the corner twice. Um, and then he hit an X-Plex, which they called Whiplash. Um, he went for the pin, got a two count. He put in the STF. Okada broke it up. Shoulda went after him. And then chaos ensued. Moxley did some PKs on Rocky Romero. Uh, Rocky Romero countered the last one with a sharpshooter. And then instantly, immediately, Yuta made a break. Um, Moxley threw Rocky Romero to ringside. Back in the ring, Shota made a tag. Um, did an elbow strike on Rocky Romero. He went after Okada again. And if I was Moxley or Wheeler Yuta, I'd be mad. And man, this nigga's causing us the match because he has beef with Okada. Um, and um, Yuta did a cheap shot. Um, Shota did a swinging neck breaker for a two count. Moxley made a tag. They did a double team for a two count. He put in the Texas Clover Leaf, and Rocky Romero got a rope break. Moxley threw a chop. He flipped off the crowd. And then Rocky Romero did a European uppercut. And then he did a springboard tornado DDT, which was cool. Um, Yuta made a tag. Ishii made a hot tag. Um, Yuta threw some forearms to no effect. Ishii hit, knocked him down with one forearm. He did a Saito suplex for a two count. He went for his finish, but... Moxley made a distraction. Yuta did an 
inverted atomic drop and an enziguri, which was cool. Moxley made a tag and he hit a cutter for a two count. He did some elbows to the chest. Um, uh, Shoda and Yuta cleared the ring. Moxley put in a headlock. Ishii got a rope break. Shoda made a tag. They, um, Ishii thwarted the triple team. Ishii hit, hit a German on Shota Umino. Um, he did a brain buster on Moxley. Okada made a lukewarm tag. He did a jumping elbow on Shota. Uh, did a DDT for a two count. He went for the pile driver. Shota reversed with the Northern Light suplex with a release. Uh, he did an uppercut in the corner. He did an outside in DDT, which was cool. He went for Death Rider, but Okada reversed with a backdrop. Okada hits the money clip. He does a body slam, does an elbow drop. He does a money shot where he poses for Rainmaker like. And um, Moxley got up in his face and flipped him off. He had a 1-2 with Moxley uh, and Okada did a drop kick. Then he flipped Moxley off. Um, Shota did an uppercut and a swing neck breaker which was cool. He went for the Death Rider but Ishii did a clothesline. Um, Rocky Romero made a tag. He did a jumping knee and hit the strong zero for a near fall. Shota gets a lariat from Rocky Romero and Ishii. Um, Okada did a jumping elbow. He mounted him on the top rope. And then Rocky Romero hit a superplex and then put in the armbar. Yuta broke it up. Um, Rocky Romero reversed Yuta shoot off. Um, Rocky Romero went for the jumping elbow, but Yuta reversed with a stalling German suplex. Rocky Romero did a jumping knee. He did a rewind kick. Moxley hit a lariat. Uh, Ishii and Mox go at it. Moxley did a lariat on Ishii. Okada hit the Rainmaker, which got a massive reaction. Um, Shoulder hit a Death Rider on Okada. Uh, Okada, and then he hit a Okada-style drop kick on Rocky Romero. And then he hit the Death Rider for the win. Um, this match got chaotic at times and a bit fast, but it was still a really good match. In my opinion, match of the night right here. Um, then he taunted Okada, um, Shota did. And um, now I'm thinking, is Shota a new member of the Blackpool Combat Club? I gave Rasen a 9 and Logic a 5. What did you think about this match, Ben? Um, <clears throat> I gave this match the same exact rating. I thought this was a good match. Um, I gave this match a 9 and Logic a 5 as well. I gave it. This was a very good match. Um, I don't know if this was like the best match on the show. I mean, a lot of people would be like, Mercedes Monet and Willow had the best match on this, on this show. Um, I'll be like... Uh, except for the, uh, we'll get to the finish, but, um, uh, I thought it was, um, uh, the main event of the show was the second best thing on the entire show, to be fair. So, uh, that's that, but, um, this was the best match on the show by leaps and bounds. And 
you know what I want to see for for Forbidden Door? What? I don't. I mean, Shota and Okada. Shota and Okada can fight at Dominion. I mean, I'm not really interested in that. What I am interested in, John Moxley versus Kanishka Okada, Forbidden for Forbidden Forbidden Door Two. Oh, okay. That that should happen. All right then. That should happen. They have great. They, they look like they have great chemistry together. That looks like a great match. Yeah, we'll see about that. Um, and um, Mercedes, Mercedes Money has an interview. She basically says she's gonna beat Willow Nightingale, and oh boy, will she find out. On to the next match <laughs> for um, <laughs> and then, um, in the United States. Champ- heavyweight Championship Tournament semifinals. Um, the winner will fight Lance Archer at Dominion to challenge Kenny Omega. Um, and it's between Will Osprey and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, they started the match. They both turned to the, to the crowd. They locked up. Um, <coughs> rope break. Uh, and I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? They were busy dancing and uh, Tanahashi was strumming the guitar, um, and they locked up, uh, they did technical wrestling, uh, Tanahashi did a clothesline, Will Ospreay left ring, um, Will Ospreay did some kicks, punches, and some elbows, he did some more in the corner, did a shoot off into the other corner, um, Tanahashi did a back elbow, then a second rope crossbody. He charged at Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay mounted him on the top rope. Then he did a drop kick to his head, which was cool. Tanahashi is now at ringside, and then Will Ospreay does a crossbody onto Tanahashi. Got back in the ring. He stomped on his head. Um, did a chop in the corner. Another one. Uh, hammer throw into the other corner for a two count. And then <laughs> I was like, Will Ospreay is really being a heel and really trying to work this time. He's not doing so much of the high-flying stuff. Um, uh, yeah. Um, he did a spinning back breaker for a two count. He played with Tanahashi's hair. Tanahashi did some forearms, did a jumping clothesline. Threw some punches, did a body slam, a cannonball for a two count. Will Osprey did some chops to no offend, no effect, and then he did a handspring enziguri, which was quite cool. He teased the hidden blade, um, and then he hit what I think they call the Chelsea grin. Um, he teased the hidden blade again. Tanahashi did a drop kick to the knee. He exploited Will Ospreay's bad leg. Um, He put in the sharpshooter, but Will Ospreay got the rope break. He sold his back. Tanahashi stomped the bad leg. Will Ospreay did a chop. Tanahashi did a slap. Um, Will Ospreay did a hook kick. He adjusted the knee pad. Um, They did a kneeling one-two. They did kind of a cringy type of one-two. Will Ospreay was dazed. He did soccer kicks to the head. Uh, did a chop and sent Tanahashi into the corner. Um, 
did a hell of a kick and did an avalanche uh, hidden blade to the back of his head. He went for Stormbreaker, but Tanahashi reversed in midair. Um, Tanahashi did a sling blade for a two count. Uh, he did the high fly flow, went for the pin, but Will Osprey reverses and got a two count. Tanahashi reversed and uh, got a very near fall. He did a drop kick to Will Osprey's bad leg. Um, he reversed a dragon screw with a devil stomp. Uh, he hit an Oz cutter for a very, very near fall. Then he hit the Stormbreaker for the win. And I thought this was a really good semi-main event. Um, and Will Ospreay is going to fight Lance Archer at Dominion, which we may review. Um, I gave for this match Wrestling 8 and Logic a 7. What did you think about this match, Ben? Same rating as you. Wrestling 8, Logic 7. This was good. More, I mean, we've already seen Will Ospreay and Tanahashi matches um, probably since... Uh, we've seen a lot of them since 2019. <laughs> I'll be honest with all of you. I mean, it's not that I'm tired of the matches, but I mean, they kind of they play a different story into different matches. Like, they play um, Will Ospreay, um, the leg. They play Tanahashi's injuries. Um, you know, I, was Will Ospreay focusing on the arm at one point? I think. I don't know. I didn't really notice that. I, I'm not too sure. Uh, I I didn't notice it either. But I I mean, there was a lot of good psychology in this match. I thought this was a. I thought they told a good story in this match. Honestly, I mean, Will Ospreay not flying around too much, not doing all the fucking springboard cross bodies and. Phenomenal forearms and all the fucking, um, you know, handspring cutters. He did an Oz cutter, I know, but, I mean, he didn't do it too much. Uh, and that's what I appreciate. Oh, yeah. I thought this he, match was good. He, he, now, did. Was, he did yeah. do the phenomenal forearm, but Wait, I, I didn't read that out. <laughs> he he did a, do the phenomenal forearm. He got a near oh, wow. fall off of it. Um. Well, Osprey, I'm gonna tell you this one time and one one time only. We both love you here on the podcast. Stop doing a phenomenal forearm. I'm gonna say this one time and one time only. Stop doing the forearm. It is not winning you matches. Cut it out. Stop it, please. That's all we ask. Yeah. That's all we ask. Okay. Leave it to AJ Styles. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, um. Willow Nightingale is interviewed before the main event. She's nervous, but she trusts herself, and she says she will be herself. Um, and now, speaking of the main event, uh, for the in the New Japan Strong Women's Championship, Mercedes Monet versus Willow Nightingale. Uh, this is to crown the first ever Strong Women's Champion. Um, they, yeah. Um, yeah, they yeah. they rap for Willow's entrance. Um, the commentators they did that even in the beginning. By the way, I forgot. Um, it's uh, Ian Riccoboni, um, Alex Kozlov, and Vita Scott on commentary. I think Vita Scott did a good job. They all did a good job. Um, and yeah, uh, I think Ian. I think I think I think Ian Riccoboni and Vita Scott should have uh, commentated this match. 
I mean, they should have commentated this show. I'll be honest, because they, I feel like they work together way, like way better. Like Ian Riccoboni and Veda Scott, I feel like they work together better. In my honest opinion, yeah. that's just me though. All right, yeah, they rap for Willow's entrance. Uh, Mercedes in, in, uh, dressed up in, with her gear to be like Snow White, the Disney princess. They started the match. The crowd is hyped. The people are chanting, this is awesome, before the match even started. Um, Willow stuck out a hand. They shake, but then Willow twisted Mercedes' hands. Mercedes um, slapped her. She put in a headlock, went for the pin, got a two count. She went for the hurricane runner, uh, but then Willow went for the powerbomb. Uh Mercedes uh, did a sunset flip and got a two count. Um, Willow Nightingale reverses, did a big forearm, and then she did the the pouncer, and I mean the pouncer, period, and properly, yeah. Um, she clotheslined. Um, Mercedes at ringside. Uh, Mercedes got back in the ring. Uh, Willow did a clothesline in the corner, which was nice. She did two of those pull-in clothesline. Did a body slam, two of them. Uh, Mercedes countered the third one with a chop block. Um, Willow did a back elbow. She went for the pin, got a two count. She did a chop in the corner, did a chop in the other corner. Mercedes went to the other corner, did a, threw a barrage of chops. Willow did a punch, a cartwheel, and a step up in Shigiri. Half Nelson, Mercedes escaped. Uh, Willow did a clothesline. Mercedes reversed a pull-in clothesline with a pin. Got a white card. Sorry. Um... Did a kick. Uh, Willow did a spine buster and a Boston Crab. Mercedes uh, got a rope break. Willow did some shoulder ram. She mounted Mercedes on the top turnbuckle. Did a vertical suplex for a near fall. That was cool. Mercedes made a brief comeback. Um, he struggled at the turnbuckle. Mercedes hung Willow's throat over the top rope. Went for the pin, got a two count. Um, Willow went for stampede, but Mercedes reversed. Um, she put in the bank statement. Willow escaped. Uh, she hit the doctor bomb for a near fall. And then she hit another one to become the inaugural New Japan Strong Women's Champion. We're so happy for her, both me and Ben. And yeah... Um, with this, I think she needs to stay in New Japan. They got so much better plans for her. She needs to stay here rather than go on AEW and get beat up by the outcasts and never come get on TV for six months and sit in catering. Um, yeah, I think she should stay in New Japan because she'll be booked a lot yeah, better. She should. Yep. Uh, yep. Willow Nightingale needs to stay out of. Hey, I got a. I got a quick joke. 
all of the guys that I'm about to mention, they're all in AEW catering. <laughs> House of Black, they're not even, House of Black's barely on TV. Ethan Page, the guns, well, really not the guns. Get the guns off television. Yeah. Ethan Page, who else? Um, Serena. Matt and Jeff Hardy, for some reason. Yeah. Miro. Miro, um, where's he been? Pop. Pop, Mer- yeah. Where's Pac? The fuck? Yeah, where the fuck is Pac? Come on, man. That's Yo, ridiculous. Where's Miro, Pac? Pac? Where's Miro? <laughs> we haven't seen that man since Forbidden Door. Come on, man. Put Miro on TV, Tony Khan. I'm telling you this one time and one time only. If you don't put Miro on TV, you will get cussed out. <laughs> you and Will Washington. Whoever the fuck Will Washington is, you will get cussed out. Expedition. Put Miro on TV. Okay, yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but um, Willow Nightingale and some Mercedes, I gave this match. What you give this match? An eight? Oh, I'll get to that. No, no. Uh, the people chanted, you deserve okay. it. And then she cut a promo. Um, she thanked the fans. Uh, she, uh, before we get to this, um, let me give the rating real quick. I gave Rasson an 8 and Logic a 9. Uh, she cut a promo. She thanked the fans. She was emotional as she should be. She was honored to have fought a woman like Mercedes. And I'm sure um, Mercedes was just as happy to fight her. Um, she, uh, Willow has dreamt of this for many years. And she is so grateful for the support. And yeah, she goes and hugs everyone and gives everybody a high five. And resurgence goes off the air. Man, talk about a happy ending. Boy, um, what did you think about this match, Ben? I'll be honest with y'all. I thought this was... This was like... A lot of people are going to say this was the second best match on the show. I mean, you have have every right to agree with what I'm about to say. I thought this match was a good match. A good showing for Willow Nightingale. And most importantly... The main thing I got out of this, Mercedes Monet was willing to put Willow Nightingale over. Mercedes Monet should have. A lot of people were saying Mercedes Monet should have won this match, but if you guys go back and watch the match, Mercedes Monet actually messed up on a spot. I think a lot of people were talking about her ankle in that in that um, match. I don't know if you got that Cabo, but um, they were talking about her ankle in that match at the finish of the match, and then. Willow hit the power bombs and stuff like that, and she won. So I don't know unless they had to change it up on the fly or improvise. Um, I'll be honest with you, this was the right decision. Right decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you get the ankle thing, Cabo? No, I don't think I didn't see that. Unfortunately, I, a lot of people were saying she messed up on the spot, but I don't know. I don't know. That's, this is just speculation. I don't know what happened, but hopefully Mercedes Monet is all right. I, I yeah. don't know. I mean, but yeah, other than that, this was a great showing, and Mercedes Monet put Willow Nightingale over, and if anything, I think Willow Nightingale needs to stay in New Japan strong, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, she needs definitely. that time, and she needs to develop. 
Yeah. She needs to develop. She's not going to go anywhere in AEW. She's not going to... I'm tired of Willow Nightingale losing in AEW. I'm sick of it already. She's been losing to Tony Storm, Ruby Soho, Britt Baker, Serena... D- no, excuse me. Soraya. I almost said Serena Deeb. I wish Serena Deeb was on fucking TV. Uh, she's been losing to Soraya. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, Why is Willow Nightingale jobbing out to these four women. What the fuck is going on? Willow Nightingale is one of the best wrestlers, best women's wrestlers in the world. In the world. And all of a sudden, she's being she's being jobbed out to Soraya? Tony, I mean, I understand Tony Storm, but Soraya? Ruby Soho? She can't even beat a five foot seven chick with green hair? You gotta be fucking kidding me. Tony Khan, what are you doing in AEW with this women's division, bro? I don't understand this. I mean, it's bad enough. We already got a six-woman tag. I mean, a tag team match now between Britt, Takaru Shida, and Tony Storm, and I think Ruby Soho at double or nothing. I think. I'm not too sure. But I do know one thing. I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm saying, like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but, like, I'll be honest with you. Like, no one really cares about this outcast feud with Britt Baker, Willow Nightingale, Sky Blue. I don't think like we don't care. Like it's it's out it's it's getting old. And the outcasts are not adding any new members. Like like I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. You know? I don't know. That's just me though. This is just my opinion. But um look, I'm gonna talk about the match here. Willow deserved to win this match. And if anything, I'm proud for Willow Nightingale. I've been praising her for years now. And I think Willow Nightingale is going to shine in Japan. She needs that time. She needs to develop. And she definitely needs to work. Like, like we all know she can sell, but, like, Willow Nightingale can... I think she can put it all together in Japan before going back to AEW and then beating Tony Storm, beating Soraya. Beating Ruby Soho, Britt Baker, everybody in that women's division. She needs to be booked way better when she gets out of Japan. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. But this was a great show. Yeah. I gave wrestling for the show 7.7. Matter of fact, I'll give it an 8 and Logic an 8. What did you give for this show, Ben? Um, there was a lot of good wrestling on the show. I'll admit that. There was a lot of good wrestling on the show. Um... I'll give a rating. Oh, it's gonna be hard now because like there was a couple of duds on this show. Yeah. Like there was some bad matches on this show. <laughs> the uh, Kenta countout bullshit, uh, yeah. and then Juice Robinson being fucking employed. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um. Um. Okay, I'll give this match an eight. I'll give the show an eight. I'll give the show an eight. I'll give the show an eight. Logic probably, probably a five, probably a six. Okay. That's the best I can give. Yeah. There was not a lot of psychology in all of the matches, so I'll give it a I'll give it a six. I'll give it a six. Alright, yeah. Well I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh we will be back next week for WWE Night of Champions. For Night of Champions. Um and then the oh following my God. week we will review double or nothing AEW and yeah, um that's it from us. Um check out the mysteries of life the latest episodes should be out and also check out life's opening radio certified bangers 
it's out. Uh, Ben's Mystery Minutes returns this week. And yeah, of course, as always, we've got some more certified bangers to play uh, for you guys. Um, so yeah, until next week when we review WWE Night of Champions, um, this is Habanator and Ben Charles. Sign up.